Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Guten Tag. I don't know, whatever. It's uh, Ritter, Scott, and Shannon. Welcome to our podcast, um, where we talk about random things, an extension usually of our show. Um, today, we're going to talk about something that I feel we all can relate to if we've ever flown anywhere, and that's... TSA, that dreaded security line. What can you bring? What can't you bring? Uh, and some great stories, actually, from some listeners uh, that called it to share some of those. I know uh, Jess in Milwaukee's got a really great one. She'll uh, explain to you something happened to her when traveling coming up here in just a little bit. But the whole idea came from seeing that Chrissy Teigen was able to get scalloped potatoes I love through scalloped TSA. Potatoes. I, I love Chrissy Teigen. I mean, this is a girl that, I mean, she's a model married to John Legend. Right. Um, just very shamelessly, like, you know what? I love food, and I am whoever. She's got a, a cookbook. In fact, my, my wife owns her cookbook. It's really great. I think she's super entertaining. Um, but I learned that you can bring food through TSA. I had no clue. I didn't know that either. Um, now, there are some rules. Anything that's liquid-based, you're going to have trouble. So I don't think you could bring a gallon of soup through. <laughs> uh, as I found out, any liquid over three ounces is not allowed. I, like a big dummy, uh, forgot to take the sunblock out of my... Um, carry on and put it in my check baggage. I think I spent eight or nine bucks for a big can of sunblock at Target, and uh, they said you could take it back downstairs and check it. And I said, Nah, I'll just buy some more at the resort. Twenty four dollars at the resort for the same can of sunblock. So I learned, take your stuff and put it in your in your check baggage. Don't keep it in your carry on if it's a liquid. I check everything just because I'm so like crazy worried about that stuff. Um, but I I love it. Chrissy actually tweeted at. Um, both the TSA and her airline she was traveling before this, she says, um, and this was uh, February 24th, so it was just this past weekend when it happened. Uh, she tweeted, if I don't have a carry-on, can I bring a large ceramic casserole dish of scalloped potatoes on the plane? I'm not kidding. Is this okay? Is it too blunt slash heavy of an object? I'll cry if they throw it away. You know, that would be something you put your heart and soul into, and then you get there and you can't take it through. I mean, what uh, what a tragedy. I want to know where is. she was going. I want Chrissy Teigen's scalloped potatoes. I mean, I, to eat. I mean, you know, normally when you think of food, you think, oh, I'll, I'll get through security and then I'll grab a sandwich and something and then I can bring that on the plane. But you don't think of people bringing food through security. No, uh, she didn't actually end up bringing it in the uh, large ceramic castle. She ended up moving it into some plastic like a uh, glad container. It has to be well secured. You can't put a I, I read up with this on TSA. You could put um, like an unopened package of uh, like a salad, for example, uh, through the conveyor belt, through x-ray. You can't put like a half-eaten apple in okay. the bin to go through. Makes sense. It, yeah, it has to be secured. It has to be sealed. Um, just some of the rules. Now, I, I think I would do that pre-check. If I flew a lot more, I would probably do that TSA pre-check where you don't have all the hassles. Yeah. Um, but like you know, you said, three or four times a year, that's about usually what I fly. I'm not going to spend the extra money for it. And you do. You get apprehensive. Oh, wait, let's see. Do I have everything out of my pockets? What's in my bag? I forgot to check. Imagine bringing stuff through. Uh, I know we did a podcast episode of it earlier uh, talking about Miller Park and Brewers games of things that you can take in and how actually great our Milwaukee Brewers are in the ballpark here in Milwaukee. Yeah. That you can pretty much bring any food that you want in. I mean, I've I've seen guys 
bring bratwurst in. I mean, I all the Funny. time, I'll, I'll bring, uh, I bring pretzels. I do my Milwaukee pretzel company pretzels. I'll bake a couple quick at home. I'll put them in my little backpack bag and bring them in through security, and uh, I don't have to buy pretzels in the they, ballpark. I they kind them. of frown upon you bringing in a six-pack, though, Ritter. But, yeah, that, I guess you can't bring that in with <laughs> food. I mean, it's great, especially yeah. with kids, the stuff you can bring through. So to think of that on an airplane, to keep you know kids, and, you, they want snacks. You can bring actual meal-based things onto an airplane. By the way, the uh, TSA at Miller Park, they do a great job. They're, <laughs> yeah, Miller they're, Park TSA. They're very friendly, the Miller Park TSA. Uh, I think the biggest goof that I ever saw, we took our great escape to Mexico one year, and there was a listener with us, actually a listener of the Madison radio station, that had gone on a an excursion to a Mayan village out in the middle of the jungle down there and bought this beautiful handcrafted Mayan knife with artwork on the handle, and I think it was some type of a bone blade. I mean, oh, it, was wow. a, it was a beautiful piece of art, and but it was also a weapon, which it's a knife. he failed to realize as he tried to take it through security in Cancun. This is post-9-11. Post-9-11, uh, and uh, I don't know if the Mexico calls their people the TSA, but they're like, dude, are you are you Federale? And he was almost offended that they would, he, this is a piece of art. Yeah, it's a weapon. It's a weapon. And I can't remember if he actually went back because we had already put our bags through the conveyor belt. So I don't know what he was going to do if they had to try to find that. I think he just donated that. And I'm sure one of those guys was very happy to get a sweet looking handmade Mayan knife that day. But you just got to use common sense with I weapons. I would have said, show me to your nearest UPS counter. I would have shipped that back. Good or, idea. I mean, realistically, I would have put that in my check bag from the start. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that was just common sense. But you see every year, especially here at, at Mitchell International, they parade. They put a huge table out once a year just to show you what they have confiscated from people trying to get through. Guns, knives, brass knuckles, all kinds of stuff that people try to get through security. It's always amazing to me the things that you try and get through security. And that's what we're going to talk about is what have you got caught trying to bring through security whether you knew it or not i mean i think just about everybody has or more so knows someone that has gotten one of those situations uh, i can tell you for one something strange that i travel with quite often is beer uh when i go visit a lot of places i like to bring beer back with me however i don't put it in my carry-on no. bag i always check that yeah it's which, liquid which is why uh, i end up with a 70 pound bag from time to time that was i think the heaviest i ever set a bag on a counter was 73 pounds uh, when I was coming back from New Orleans last summer, needless to say, I took oh. all of the clothes out of that say. bag or what I could take out, put in a carry-on bag that I had that was almost empty uh, in order to clear the weight, which I still was like 66 pounds. Thank you, Southwest, for still letting me pass uh, the 65-pound limit. But I brought back like two and a half cases of beer. TSA. Beer's heavy. Beer's heavy. TSA has that uh, that 3.4 ounce rule. So unless you're drinking a 3.4 ounce beer or smaller, they probably that small. They probably frown on you bringing beer. But through. Th that's one question that I've always thought of. Okay, so little uh, I call them combat bottles, the little tiny like one shot bottles of liquor that when you're on an like airplane, you on an airplane, they charge yeah. you five dollars right. for. Can you bring those in? Can you put those in a carry-on bag? Can you have them in the, in the sealed Ziploc bag like it's a less than three ounces liquid Probably. and get them through airport security? Do you think? I don't, I don't know if alcohol is involved uh, is allowed on the plane, but, I mean, you can bring, you know, aerosols and gels and creams as long as they're less than 3.4 ounces. I might ounces. try it next time I travel is what I'm thinking. I might try that because why would I spend $5 for a beverage on a plane? If I, I mean, I typically don't drink on a plane. I'm going to have, like, our trip when we went to Jamaica. Usually I don't because I'm traveling later in day, and I'm just kind of like, oh, just get me there. I'm just Googling it for you right now. Can I bring alcohol through TSA security? Travelers may carry as many as 3.4-ounce bottles of liquid, mini bottles of liquors, 1.7 ounces that fit comfortably in a quart-sized clear plastic bag. So, so you can. Yes, they're telling you you can bring it through if it's packaged like your toiletries are packaged in the clear plastic bag. That's life-changing. That that, there's a life hack that you can take with you. 
One bag is permitted per passengers. Liquid, including alcohol purchased after clearing security checkpoint, are permitted on the airplane. There you go. Well, that's that's after. It's a no, liquor in, per, oh, you, you liquor can purchase a, anything after security. You can, can bring be on bigger. Plane. Anything yeah. you can purchase after security can be bigger. That's usually in duty free. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're good, man. You can buy those tiny little plastic bottles of thank you booze. Uh, i know woodman's i think has like huge selection of all the different kinds you could ever want man you can tell i got that man there's no uh, yes i will take that free coke that you're gonna offer me you can tell we're can i have a glass of ice with that Sa- save yourself five dollars yeah, that's right yeah save you can tell what ritter's priorities are here saving money yeah that's my priority <laughs> that's saving right. money that's right uh but yeah no, let, let's let's get to some calls and get into some of the great conversation of uh, what have you got caught trying to take through TSA security? Pam, how about you? The tiniest little fem- uh, fingernail clippers that you get, like, at Walgreens. Oh. They're, like, two inches long. They're kind of rubbery. And then it has the little fingernail that pulls out. I didn't know those weren't allowed. Yeah, you know what? I've uh, I've never been stopped. I always throw those in my little uh, carry-on toiletry kit. Your little but, man purse, man bag. Thing. Yeah, but I know <laughs> that uh, you're not supposed to take those or tiny little scissors through. Yeah, I had no idea it was even even in my purse. It was just something that was there that I, you know, was in a little bag in my purse. They're like, oh, you can't have this, ma'am. I'm thinking the file itself wasn't even like an inch long. There's no way it could have done any damage. But okay, yeah. you can have it. How dare you try and bring that deadly weapon onto an airplane, Pam? It's just like the three ounce bottles. Uh, there's been times I know I've had four ounce bottles. But I guess they didn't check it that close and got through. I guess I got lucky. Not when it came to your sunblock, though. Right. Well, that was a costly one. That was a big can. I always feel like a rebel when I walk through security and I was like, oh, I didn't bring my liquids out or something like that. And I get to go through. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Look at you. Small victories. Living dangerously. Jennifer, what happened to you? So I was on my way home from uh, Punta Cana, and my husband and I bought a decorative coconut. And uh, to make it safe, I figured, hey, it fits perfectly inside of a bra that's wrapped in a carry-on case, right? So we wrap it in there, and then all of a sudden uh, we get pulled over because TSA sees a large circular object with wire wrapped around it. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. Gives a whole so new meaning to a coconut it. bra. <laughs> we packed it in my husband's suitcase, and they took him aside and didn't tell me where he was going. And they took him in a room, and we were the last ones to board the plane. So I saw a gentleman with a Packers hat on, and I told him what was going on, and I said, don't let them leave without us. And <laughs> I ran back in the airport, and I was screaming to try and find him. And finally, he came out, and by the time we boarded the plane, this Packer fan was like guarding the door. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, it was. So that was our experience of apparently they thought the coconut was a bomb with wire wrapped around so, it. So uh, apparently you learned your lesson, then no more coconuts stuck in bras right? and carry Exactly. All right. <laughs> You know, that's one of those things whenever I've traveled the past, like doing work stuff and bringing any sort of equipment through. Um, at one point in time, I remember taking a trip down to Memphis, and I wanted to bring some, like, a mobile studio basically with me so I could do voice work, do some other stuff while I was still away. So, I mean, I've got a laptop. I've got a couple of microphones, some cords. I've got, like, a small ma- – this is all in, a, in my carry-on. Um, I can't imagine that. And that was before they made you take all the electronics out. Right. Of just how that looked of, like, electronic boxes and cords all over the place in this bag that's, like, going through the – like the security scanner they're looking at it you know and a lot of times it's different by airport too i remember traveling with a laptop to nashville and when i got to mitchell here they made me take the computer out turn it on to make sure it was a legitimate laptop wow. coming home on that same trip in nashville nah just put it through the machine we'll check it that way yeah every airport's different um 
another funny kind of, I think, example of the uh, laptop stuff is you get onto a plane, make sure everything's all powered down, blah, blah, blah. It was this year actually coming back from Jamaica. And I thought, I'm like, I think I turned off the laptop that I had with me. It's, I just closed it. <laughs> so I right. travel. I will say it was safe. Nothing changed everything. But uh, yeah, apparently I flew back all the way from Jamaica with a laptop. The more impressive part was that the battery didn't die. Oh, that was a pretty good laptop. I thought we were in trouble in the Bahamas one year going down to do the show. And um, we got through security in Milwaukee. Okay. When we got to the Bahamas, they run security on your stuff as you get off the plane. Wow. And they pegged my bag because of what you were mentioning before, Ritter, about the wires and the oh, yeah. and the machinery and mechanisms. And so they open it up and they're like, whoa. And, the, and there was a little mixing board in there and there was some other equipment and, and wires and headphones. And they're like, what is this? And I said, oh, we're, we're doing a radio show. And they went, Oh, DJ! And they all started dancing in security. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. I thought, we're, we're not in Milwaukee anymore, man. This is kind of fun down here. Oh, discoteca! Hey, party! Oh, always some great stories. <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Dave, what do you got for us? Hi, right, so I was coming home from overseas. Uh, me and my brother. And they caught us with too many things in our bag, like as far as like um, uh, souvenirs per se. And apparently, there's a limit on what you can bring back. Yeah, there's a uh, dollar like, amount of what um, you can bring back. Watches and hats and stuff like that. Okay. And they caught me with like four Rolexes on and a suitcase full of fitted hats. Was it a Rolex or a Romex? <laughs> Rolex. <laughs> caught us with four of them coming back that we didn't declare coming back. Were you wearing them? Apparently you have to declare them as you're coming back to the States. You have to declare everything you're Um, coming back. Yeah. Well, I didn't think about it. I mean, I did. I didn't think that they were going to catch it on my wrist. Yeah. And they held us up, uh, and Customs held us up for four hours. We missed our flight. We had to get a new flight. Wow. Four hours? Yep. Did you end up getting to keep the Rolex? Yeah, we kept them. Yep. Where where were you coming from? We are coming back from the Philippines. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I know it's different. It depends on where you're coming from. That's what you're allowed duty yeah. to, to bring amounts. back in right. dollar amounts. Right. I had a buddy, Steve-O, who uh, decided when we were in the Dominican one year to uh, load up on Cuban cigars. This was before the uh, embargo was lifted. Exactly. Now, I brought and a so bunch back this year. He snipped off some uh, the bands on some nice, uh, uh, you know, Havanas and some Cohibas. And, uh, but he, he forgot to... He wanted to give some boxes as gifts, un- unopened boxes. So he rolled the dice and lost and spent about an hour once we got back to the International Terminal in Milwaukee in the back room getting all his boxes carved open and I'm sure divvied up among the agents. <laughs> yep. They usually do with it. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks for the call, Dave. All right. Thank you, guys. The other piece of advice I'd give with that is, first off, be honest. Always be truthful. Put every, like, go over, like, even this past year and I've, I put, like, I think I brought $200 worth of souvenir stuff back. It was less than that. But I'm going to over it, just whatever, just to cover it, just in case someone wants to be like, oh, no, this is worth more than what you put, you know, whatever. Just be honest and claim everything. I try to be exact. Um, I try, but. You know, I, I just figured don't don't give them a reason at all. But, yeah, like you, I'm always usually below. 
on the $200. Or I, you know, I stick to the rules with, uh, you know, the one liter or the two liters of alcohol, whatever you're allowed. I try not to push the envelope. If you want to bring more back, give it to a buddy or a, or somebody else on your trip. No, um, no why you're coming back or why you're away and what boxes you checked. That's always another important one. Uh, it was a kind of a, a little off topic of things we got through security, but just, you know, coming back of sorts. I heard the story from my father-in-law. Uh, he had been in Cuba recently, and uh, his wife that was with him at the time, she had checked that they were there for – they were there supporting the Cuban people. They were there with some group of something. And I'd ask, you know, the TSA, oh, so why are you in Cuba? Oh, on vacation, enjoying things. And he's like, wrong answer. <laughs> so eventually, like, eventually turned around and was like, you were there for, you know, educational support in the Cuban people. Next time you come through, I would suggest having your story straight before you talk to me. Wow. <laughs> Somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Every now and then you run into that TSA officer. or yeah. That's not even TSA. That's, that's, that's uh, immigration. That's Homeland, uh, that's homeland that's border, Security. Border Patrol, yeah, border Homeland. Patrol. Sometimes those guys, you run into a few of them and it's like, okay, I know. sorry. I know. Um, Which is funny, though. Like, you also run into the other ones where it's like, hey, uh, can you give me a high five? All right, welcome to America. You know, like that's what you get me go through. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, and not, I'm not not saying that they don't work hard at our international terminal in Milwaukee, but if you've ever come into a port of entry in the United States, like um, Kennedy in New York or O'Hare in Chicago, um, it's quite busy. It's massive. You've got thousands of people going through every morning, every afternoon, and it seems like they're in a little bit more of a hurry to get you through. Well, that, so they'll give like, you the quick. Hey, yeah. how you doing? Where were you? What'd you bring back? Okay, I think welcome Cancun home. Stamp your audio. Feels here. that way. Cancun to me is one of those like really busy all the time. It's like a giant yes. cattle call. Yes, it is. It is. It is. And uh, Jamaica, where we were, we got lucky when we went in there. But they said that's usually like waiting in Disneyland all afternoon trying to get through customs. Um, so I guess in one in one sense we're lucky we have our our own international terminal, in Milwaukee, where it's never crowded. It's usually one flight. Well, that, let, let's face it; they can only take one flight at a time. They only have yeah, one jetway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not really that it's, that large of an international terminal. It's quite small. So uh, th- I love this story, Jess. Been waiting for this one. What? Is it that happened to you? I was going through the airport. I travel all the time, and I'm addicted to coffee. So I brought a coffee mug with me through security, and it was such an airtight container. I got labeled as a terrorist for having a bomb going through security with a Starbucks coffee mug. And similar to the story that the lady just told, um, I was pulled aside and almost missed my flight home for the holidays because, of course, traveling at the holidays is also the worst time. But I got pulled aside and labeled as a terrorist for a coffee mug. I would think that, you know, common sense should prevail there. If you look at it on x-ray, and even if it looks like that, open the bag and see what it is. It should be a pretty quick fix, shouldn't it? It should be, you would think. But they didn't want to open it in case I had poisonous gas or something in the coffee mug. Okay. So they had the dogs come out, and they had, you know, to swipe my hands and my fingerprints and everything. It was insane. Wow. That had to be highly stressful for you. A little bit, especially because I just wanted to go home for Christmas, and it was a present from my mom for Christmas, so it was like, oh, look, Mom, it's a present you got me. I hope you at least got a free T-shirt or or kid's badge from the TSA for your trouble. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Just a good story and some laughs after the stress of almost missing my flight. Speaking of coffee, i got to bring this up. What is going on at Mitchell that they don't have a coffee place open before 5 a.m. in that place? You know, I ask myself the same question. I'm highly addicted to caffeine, and I would never want to come between somebody and their coffee. 
Although the Starbucks in the main terminal is supposedly 24 hours now, but that doesn't help you when you're going through security. Once you go through security. So yeah. I don't know. They, they definitely need to get on that. You know, there's good coffee on the other side. They've got Valentine. I but, love Valentine. Yeah, you know, favorite coffee. Valentine was open at 4.30 that day, I think. Yeah. The, the, that we were there, but yeah. But we were there at 3.30. They're I like, know. Oh, internationally, better I leave early. I, I mean, come my, on. I learned my lesson. Got to fill up at home. Yeah, get your fluids in and then just drink water on the other side, I guess, which is not as good as coffee, but I hear it's good for you. <laughs> There's plenty of water in coffee. Got it. Thanks, Jim. Exactly. I still can't get over the fact that now I've figured out officially that you can bring those small little uh, combat bottles onto planes. Yeah, tiny little one point. Four ounces. 1.7 ounces. Can you tell the things that matter to me? I've now come back to right. that. Like, oh, we're talking about coffee and all these other great things and don't travel with this. And, oh, we got caught with this. Maybe you should pack this a different way. By your I've own, you're going to save big money. Come back now exactly to how can I save money on liquor? Hmm. Interesting. I, I remember uh, going uh, seeing a comedian at the Comedy Cafe years ago. Big guy. He had to be about six seven, bald head, very menacing looking, monster of a guy. He said he used to love to... Uh, buy up all those miniature bottles on his flight to Tokyo when he would play comedy over there. And then he'd, and then he'd get off the plane and uh, he'd have like 12 of those in each hand. He'd go, ah, and they'd say, Godzilla! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Sarah, what have you got caught trying to take through security? So my husband and I were flying through out of a really small airport in Nevada. We were flying out of Laughlin. Okay. And we we had a VHS tape that we were bringing home for our kids. It took them 45 minutes and going through my husband's bag six times because they had never seen a VHS tape. I was going to ask you, what's a VHS tape? Come on. What are they, 13 <laughs> years old? That's ridiculous. I, hey, I'm going to tell yeah. you this right now. High school seniors graduating right now never had a VHS well, tape. I'm hoping, they know nothing about I'm a VHS I'm hoping they're not tape. working for TSA, In though. Fact, CDs, I think, I think it's actually... A kid graduating high school this year never even had CDs. Everything in their lifetime they've known has all been digital There's, music. You can get CDs. You can get them, but most of their everything uh, has been digital music. When did this happen? Was it just recently? Um, it was like two years ago. Okay. All right. Um, so we were bringing home crazy. my kids had never seen Cool Runnings. So we brought home Cool Runnings on VHS oh, for my yeah. mother-in-law's house. Yeah, great movie. Because my kids love 80s and 90s movies. So... Yeah. They've grown up watching VHS. <laughs> Apparently, they didn't in Laughlin. They didn't grow up watching VHS. <laughs> they did not. I could not <laughs> believe it. It was ridiculous. Wow, that's crazy. Of so all 45 things. minutes over a VHS tape because they couldn't figure out what it was on the screen. <laughs> Sorry, I want to admit, I, I was wrong. It is not a CD. It's an 18-year-old who has no idea what a cassette is. Oh, they barely use CDs. And they've yeah. never heard of eight tracks. This is a new study, by the way, that they just did. Yeah, eight tracks. I was going to say, back. heaven forbid, it would have been an eight track tape because they really would have been oh. there. They probably You'd still would've... be there. Yeah, if it right? was an eight track. <laughs> what is this thing? I'm not even that old, but I love old stuff. So hey, it's coming back. It the is. newest thing, vinyl. Vinyl is the big new thing. Big That's time. not going to be around that much longer, though. I don't oh, think. I think it it's is. It's just a trend. It's just my 14 year old daughter has like six records. You yeah, know what? You keep cool. buying her more records. You keep that a thing. Don't listen to Shannon. She doesn't know what I'm, she's talking about. Hold on. I'm not saying that I don't like it. I'm just saying that I think that it's a phase. I, not in this town. It's not. You've got places like the exclusive company that are never going away because vinyl is so big here with the uh, old school crowd. Good. Well, and I think that, you know, some of the sound quality is just better on vinyl oh. than it is on anything else. 100%. I agree with you on that. Yeah. If you keep it in good shape. Yeah. If you don't have too many snap, crackle, pops. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, thanks for sharing. That's crazy. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Have a good day. You know, I got me thinking, I think that should be the next podcast episode we do. Um, I can go through this list that I've got of an 18-year-old graduating high school today 
what they wouldn't have known. Oh my! Things in the past. I've also got it for like people graduating college. Some of the, I think it's kind of fun to look back on <laughs> some of those things because we, I feel, sometimes take for granted what people know. Those lists always make me sad. How about you? Yeah, they do. I mean, like, again, think about a high school kid never having a cassette tape. I mean, I've got so much of my life, of of my young adult years on a cassette tape, especially in this business. I mean, that used to be how we air-checked ourselves, you know, how you got to listen to, to your show of what you did. You'd throw a cassette in a, you know, cassette deck in the studio. Every time the, you put the mic on, it would just automatically record. And when you get done, you'd go back and you'd listen to your tape. You know, that's the phrase, you know, we'll go back and review the tape. Yeah, Think about that right, phrase yeah. is going to mean absolutely nothing soon when everything is digital as it is now. And there's no such thing as a VHS tape or a cassette tape. Yeah, that's that's Go back flies, and review man. the disc. I mean, the, there's never been that laser disc never took off. The, the, the world is moving forward at a million miles an hour. Um, What else is something I could think of that uh, would have been in my lifetime or in a lot of our lifetimes? Uh, the original Apple computer, the old black and green screen, the four and a half inch floppy disc. Graduating high school this year, you've disc. never seen or known anything about that old original Apple with that big floppy disk playing Odell Lake or uh, what were some of the other games that oh, were on, wow. like your first computer games. That's crazy. I think let's do that. We're going to do that in our next episode. That you want to check good. it out here. Uh, plenty of other great content we mentioned earlier in this podcast, the uh, going into a Brewers baseball game, things you can and can't take in and out of the ballpark. As we get set for opening day. Yeah, the baseball season is upon us. It's spring training ball right now. Uh, you can go check that out. Some other great interviews as well with some great, huge country artists. Uh, we talked to Big and Rich not too long ago. That was a circus. The entire podcast, the entire conversation, a very long circus. You want to go check that out. Other stuff, it is all here. Uh, until next week, be looking back as we will review some of those things that 18-year-olds graduating high school and those graduating college have never seen right here on our podcast. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.